0: Angie and Janelle Podcast,
1: your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100.
2: Hello, Monday. Back to work week, everybody. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us right now on the iHeartRadio app, which is free to download on your smart speaker. And driving in on the old car radio.
1: <laughs> How was your
3: weekend, hockey fans? Whoa,
1: <laughs> roller coaster.
2: <laughs> the worst weekend of my life.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't run your mouth so much. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I've been running my mouth because Leaf fans, some of them are... are just easy uh, careful because <laughs> <laughs> I worked for the sense for 12 years and I had to put up with all their crap
3: you must have a fun weekend I have to put up with all their crap, mm, <laughs> all their crap? because kept, they would if, constantly
2: come in the CTC and they wouldn't shut their mouth That's if a problem. if
3: you kept your mouth shut you wouldn't be dealing with that you would have had a great weekend
2: <laughs> but I had to troll them last week yeah. And I got trolled Saturday night into Sunday morning, so I let them mm-hmm. all uh, vent on my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Get it out of your system now. And now that the Boston Bruins are out, the NHL's best team of the weekend, that was crazy. it's looking pretty good for the Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> now they go final.
1: I mean, like, put, put this into perspective. The last time the Leafs made it to a second round in playoffs... There was no iPhone, there was no, no
2: YouTube,
3: mm-hmm. like, that's how long it's been really There was finished. no social media back then. It was <laughs> wild seeing, like, parents post photos of their child as a newborn. Right. And now as, like, a grown mm-hmm. adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the that's last That's wild. Time. And yesterday, we
1: were at uh, Golden Palace, and Sam had his Leafs jersey on. Yeah. He was trolling you there.
2: The minute you walk <laughs> in to the, the right, the guy that's going to serve you at the counter is Sam. He normally has a Bobby Ryan shir- jersey, sense jersey, mm-hmm. but he put on the Austin Matthews jersey yesterday just yeah. to
1: troll me. Yeah, so you should have seen the two of them going back and forth, because we went to Golden Palace for a wedding shower yesterday. Yes, we did. <laughs> that was the best ever. Rounds and rounds of food kept coming oh, out. I thought my we were going to roll out of there. I mm-hmm. did
3: roll out of there. Holy yeah. smoke! It was great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And thank you too for putting that little shindig on for me. Well, you're You're welcome. welcome. (laughs) Thank (laughs) Golden Palace for all the egg rolls. That was pretty awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So we are starting off
1: something big this week. Uh, Beat the Bank is over. It is over. Um, we had a good run of that. A we lot of you, a lot of money, got a lot of money from us. Thousands sure.
2: and thousands and thousands of dollars.
1: But as soon as one thing ends, another thing starts off, right? We, and that we, happens today. Yeah, we got more money for you guys. Yes. We do. Yeah, I
2: got to start checking emails. Your
1: favorite place.
3: Shopper's Drug Mart? Yeah. (laughs) We're giving away money for Shopper's Drug Mart? Yeah, we're bringing back the uh, guilt-free shopping spree. We did this a while ago. I mean, you guys do love this. $500 Mm -hmm. daily that we'll be giving away to shoppers. I saw someone post yesterday, uh, that's a lot of Advil. (laughs) Some of the Leaf fans might be Best place ever. (laughs) So be listening for your code words. Those are going to uh, be happening throughout the day. Your first code word for your guilt-free shopping spree will be coming up at 7 o'clock.
1: When you think useless, think of stew. Welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day.
3: Unmove 100. All right,
2: gather around the Orator Machine for another mind blowing useless fact. This is about our eyebrows above our eyes, in case you didn't know where your eyebrows (laughs) were.
3: Thanks, (laughs) thanks, Stu. (laughs)
1: That's where those things have been. (laughs) The next
2: time you look in the mirror, you'll think of this useless fact, whether you like it or not. There are approximately 550 hairs in the average eyebrow.
3: Not after a certain age for women. I would also say, not after like having plucked them, yeah, <laughs> because uh we all over plucked our eyebrows way back when because that mm-hmm. was the style, and then all of a sudden uh they they don't grow back anymore. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't plug my eyebrows. This is just the way they look. They don't fill in underneath anymore. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I wish they were bigger, but they're not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do you remember
2: when I was going through cancer and I didn't have any eyebrows?
3: Yeah, people <laughs> look very odd without eyebrows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's
2: just
1: like it, like it's just frames the face. as yeah. what they, you know, what they do. But yeah,
3: you start to look like you just have like a forehead that goes on for days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I swear my mom's probably got like fifty eye, like eye- hairs in her eyebrows. Yeah. She's got like no Sparse. eyebrows at all. <laughs> yeah hormones uh, do that 500 <laughs> i don't know at what point i had 500 hairs in my in a 550 sing, in a single eyebrow or combined
2: uh i have uh the average person there's 500 550 hairs in the average eyebrow
0: wow that's that like a lot yeah. oh, that is a
2: lot yeah, but they're tiny though
1: yeah that's mm. true yeah,
2: yeah. Mm. All right, uh, fact uh, from 1 to 10, 1 being the worst uh, fact you've ever heard, 10 being the most amazing fact you've ever heard on the show.
3: Well, it is useless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, it was pretty interesting, too. Yeah, what are you going to give it? I think 7.5. Yeah, I was going to say like 8. Like, I think that's kind of interesting.
2: Thank you very All much. Right. To the scores mm-hmm. we go, a 10 0, 30. Tiger Dan with a 9. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. Some people definitely have bushy ones, and I... Uh, Envy those people. Me they too. probably have, like, 2,000. <laughs> um, Turley Sharon says that hers are blonde. She can barely see them, mm. but knows they're there. Giving you a 10.
3: Thank you. Bitterman uh, says that you. this is a mail-it-in Monday. Yawn. Ooh. Only giving you a 6 this morning.
2: Mm. Okay. Uh, Hall of Famer's ghostwriter and his dad, the Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. Well, that's interesting. We give you that a 10, and the Leafs won't win the cup. I'm <laughs> so confident. That's a great uh, score.
1: MP is giving it a ten. Looking in the mirror right now, trying to confirm.
3: (laughs) Canada Chemist nine out of ten. Swear I have two thousand five hundred per eyebrow. (laughs) Canada Chemist has got those bushy eyebrows we (laughs) envy, like Bonnie and Yuri, the dynamic duo. Bonnie says constantly trying to
1: control my bushy eyebrows. (laughs) Consider yourself lucky. People buy serums for that. Uh, And yeah, giving you a ten. Okay, where's my mother? Uh-oh, she slept she, in. She's checking her eyebrows right oh. now. <laughs> <laughs> Move Mornings with Stuntman Stu. Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? These little magic mushrooms hit a major milestone this past weekend. The Super Mario Brothers movie is officially the first film of the year to cross the coveted $1 billion milestone at the box office. It's only the fifth Pandemic Times movie to join the billion-dollar club. Spider-Man No Way Home, Top Gun Maverick, Jurassic World Domination, and Avatar The Way of Water are the only ones who have done that since... People stopped going to the movies like they used to. They probably would have had even more sales if uh, a whole whack of people hadn't already been able to watch the Mario movie on Twitter. (gasps) What happened? The full-length version of the movie was uploaded to Twitter and made its rounds for two days got 9 million views <gasps> before Twitter finally discovered the viral leak, deleted it due to copyright infringement. 9 million views. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, they probably would have a few more sales if mm-hmm. that hadn't happened. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like Prince Harry is taking his supersonic Mario Kart home minutes after his father's coronation. Reports are that he's planning a, quote, whistle stop. That's what they call it. Whistle stop? What does that mean? I don't know. (laughs) It's a British term, I guess. They're saying his whistle stop will have him in the country for maybe about twenty-four hours. So it's uh, expected that he's going to fly in um, from California Friday night um, and then be there right like for the coronation at eleven. Uh, till one. It's like a two-hour ceremony and then be back in the air on his way home by 3 p.m. (laughs) So his flight will be longer than the coronation. Exactly.
3: People are like, what? He's not sticking around for the concert? What? Yeah, he's not sticking around because he doesn't want to talk to anybody. Well, and
1: the thing is we didn't even have anybody for a long time that would confirm to play at the concert. (laughs) I mean, now it's like Katy Perry and Lionel Richie and other big names, I guess. But um, no, he's jetting right back home to celebrate his son's fourth birthday because they made the coronation on his son's fourth Mm -hmm. birthday. So uh, I don't blame him. Get in, get out, you know? No. At least yeah. he's coming. I mean, he's doing yeah. his deed, right?
3: And the
2: cameras will be all over him. Oh,
3: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't want to deal with that stress like yeah. of, of potentially even having somebody, like, shove, you know, of, of more to go wrong. The less time you're there, yeah. the less yeah. they can scrutinize. So what did we learn today? It's a whistle stop. <laughs>
1: That's a new term.
3: Stefan, Stu,
0: Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move
3: 100. Being a military brat as a con and constantly having to pick up and move but for Joni she saw it as a win-win you won't believe some of the places she got to travel Mm. thanks to the military Um, but we are talking about that lifestyle as it is very different to grow up as a kid in a military family as it is a military brat day
1: Yeah, so, yeah, we're just coming off uh, Military Brat Day yesterday. I know there's a lot of military families in our area. My mom certainly grew up this life. There were seven brats in their house. (laughs) Seven? Yeah, she's one of seven siblings, and they always lived on base too, because my grandfather was always away and it was only my grandmother with the seven kids. They couldn't afford to live Mm -hmm. off base or anywhere else, so, I mean, they lived tight, and they lived lean, and they moved around a lot. Like, I remember my mom telling us throughout most of her lifetime, like, she didn't have like friends, like yeah. no albums, of pictures of friends. Oh. Like her siblings were her friends, and luckily there was a yeah. lot of them, and they they got super- like they got along. Yeah, and and the older ones raised the younger ones, and yeah. that's just kind of the lifestyle. But then fast forward to like now, my husband's the same thing. He's a military brat as well. Three kids in his family, but they moved around a lot. Like. From P.E.I. to New Brunswick to Chicoutimi to Ontario. And it wasn't until he was in high school that he actually made friends for the first time.
3: Yeah, that's difficult. But I had to say,
1: like, the pros, though, of also being raised in a military family, as a lot of you are also expressing, is like, these kids are very adaptable. And they're Mm -hmm. very resilient. Yeah. And, I mean, I can attest to his... His family, like his siblings are all were all successful and in, in careers in their early 20s from engineering to nursing to finance. Like right. yeah. these kids grew up fast mm-hmm. and were smart and they could walk into a room with anybody and be super comfortable because you move around so much and you're always with adults. and You gotta you're be just a wallflower. Always falling in line in that yeah. military style, you know? So yeah. they and just...
3: Are he and his siblings like really close?
1: They are close, yeah. yeah. I,
3: I've seen a lot of people mentioning like, you know, the kids are really close. Yeah. They That's are their all friends. you got. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we've been asking you about sort of those pros and cons of living
1: that military life. Yeah. Let us know.
0: Joni, I was raised in a military family
3: and I married a military man. Okay. So tell us about it. What are the pros and cons, you say, of like being a kid growing up with a military family?
0: Well, the only con that I can actually see is that we have to move so often. Mm -hmm. But the pros, we've made so many friends, you learn to adapt quicker. But when we moved around, we enjoyed it immensely. You got to meet new people. You got to learn new things from different cultures. And I I have no really cons except for the moving constantly. Right. You have to pack and unpack. (laughs) You become a pro at that. (laughs) Just get new everything, yes. We lived in Belgium for four years, so we traveled extensively while we were
3: there. So what's the what's the coolest place you ever got to to travel to thanks to the military?
0: That would be in Scotland.
3: Wow. I loved
0: Scotland. Also we went to the Canary Islands.
1: Because, yes, because it's closer. Well, growing up in a military family is a very different experience, not only for the parents but for the kids too. And you know that term "military brats" was yeah. born a very long time ago. And we've been talking about your experiences living that life because we're coming off Military Brat Day. And there's a lot of pros and cons to this life for sure. But I love Robert's take on it. He said for him it was a lot of pros. All the activities you used to get, like yeah. living on base, you'd have like the best outdoor rinks anywhere. He said, sporting halls like Don, Don Donald Hall in Pahioawa. Yeah. You knew you were always safe in and around your community. And Family Day, we'd get to go to the jump tower, take helicopter rides, like <laughs> all access pass. Yeah. yeah, they
3: got some really cool experiences, like things that you would never get. Mm-hmm. Um, not living on the base, like Karen said, um, there was a lot of things to do. Made life. Last Lasting friends has lots of terrific memories, including Santa coming on family Christmas party in a helicopter. Like, <laughs> That's cool. How cool is that? She said mm-hmm. everything there was really cheap to do as well. Yeah. I remember the base out in uh, Fredericton because Adam was there. You could go to a movie for two bucks there. Oh, yeah, and, like, sign I'm me t- up. I'm talking in 20, 2018. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm just talking a few years ago. You could do that. So yeah, uh, definitely some pros. I mean, we've heard a lot about the cons of picking up and moving all the time or, you know, being away from whoever military parent Is in the military, and some cases both are. Yeah. So uh, Taylor says,
1: uh, Dad did three tours, Mom did four. Oh my gosh! And their eldest son did five high schools Uh. in three different provinces. Wow! So the pro, she said, yeah, I got to live in three different provinces, got to live in the states. um, But you know, obviously, by the end of it all, the grade twelve had to graduate virtually, doing some courses on. But she says the four boys are super close to each other, very outgoing. They can fit in just about anywhere, and their family is close because of it all. But the kids definitely had to, you know put up with a lot of
3: that yeah you know a lot of change in life and it's sure. not like you know because you're moving everywhere you don't have your aunts and uncles your grandma and grandpa nearby mm. to yeah. go you know and, and be that support system the
2: people that you need the most yeah mm-hmm.
3: and but it's interesting though that like even though there are a lot of cons in this lifestyle many of you choose to go into it after living through it as a kid and uh, Stephanie you were a military kid and then you married into one so I guess it wasn't so bad. No, it wasn't so, so bad if I married into it. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us about the pros and cons.
0: Oh, geez. As a child, we were in Germany for four years. Wow. Uh, Living in Germany was amazing. Like, you know, visiting France on the weekends or Switzerland on the weekends. Very cool. Um, Midnight Mass in a cathedral in France and Strasbourg was amazing. Um, So yeah, I got to visit and see, you know, Italy, Pisa, like all the amazing florence venice uh, countries in europe
3: incredible
0: i guess the worst part was my father eventually worked for um an american base in germany somewhere else oh Um, so my father lived two hours away from us for two years while my mother and i stayed at the canadian base where the canadian base had french and english schooling.
1: right that's commitment
3: yeah wow yeah
0: and uh so yeah now as as a military wife. Uh, well, my teenager would not remember my husband going on tour to Afghanistan. He was young. Right. Um, but he still has traveled, like, he travels with the prime minister um, when he goes international. Okay. Um, so he has, like, left us for, like, two to three weeks every once in a while. You know, those short deployments of two, three weeks. Yeah. You know, they miss them, but uh, it's become such a routine that yep. it's part of our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all they've ever known. And that was the same thing as me as a child. It was all I ever knew was moving every three to four years.
3: You make it work. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: awesome. Thank you Thank so you much so- for sharing your experiences. You're you had welcome. a lot of them. Yeah. I do. Okay.
0: Have
1: a great day. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, this whole week, the E in E-Talk stands for Ed, as in Ed Sheeran. It all starts tonight. It's E-Talk's Ed Sheeran Week. He gets a whole week. A week-long celebration of Ed. uh, Nightly segments with the lead-up to his brand-new album, which is going to be released at the end of the week, called Subtract. This is an album that he wrote while coming off a year, where he has lost one of his close friends. His wife was diagnosed with a tumor while pregnant. They welcomed their second baby, and He covers a lot of these topics.
2: His new music. Just dancing with my eyes closed. I haven't really felt this way about a record since my first album. His pain. Grief is a really foreign thing. It's really solitary. But then once you talk about it, it sort of normalizes it and makes it feel okay. His joy.
1: What is the best part about being a proud girl dad?
2: I read somewhere that the happiest families in the world are two parents, two girls. It's lovely.
1: Mm Hmm, two parents, two girls. (laughs) Uh, So he's going to talk about all those things. He's usually a pretty uh, shy guy, quiet guy, so that'll be kind of cool to get that inside all-access pass with Ed. So it all starts tonight on eTalk at 7 o'clock. Of course, eTalk's on CTV, ctv ctv.ca, and the CTV app. Well, speaking of parenthood, as we all try to figure it out, one Ontario mom found a way to turn chores into a rewards game so taking out the element of nagging your kids to do chores all the time there is an app for that now of course there is <laughs> in hopes of encouraging your kids to help out more around the house and all of that it's called the hire and fire your kids app oh interesting <laughs> and the way that it works is this so parents post chores and expectations on the app and if they're yeah. done right then kids earn rewards now you as the parent decide whether you want your kids to earn cash rewards points or playtime and they can earn these of course based on the jobs that they apply to do and uh, of course some jobs you need to complete before you can move forward and those are the jobs that don't even get a reward the ones you should be doing like just keeping your room clean yeah (laughs) you want
2: to allow it uh, forget the app just do it
1: yeah so there uh if there's a job that's not getting done though you can take a picture and send a warning to your kid (laughs) and they could potentially see consequences so uh it sort of like teaches them you know that kind of accountability and Mm -hmm. things like that the catch is though that both parents and kids can get fired on the app so Wait, how does a parent get fired? I don't fired?
2: know. <laughs> is it like Uber where they give her a rating?
1: Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who Do you knows? guys actually see this like helping in no. department at I'd your have house? I'd take Not a deep all. dive and see how it actually works. I Not think there's all. a certain age range that this works with. Right. You know, it's like the kids that have the, I mean, there's, I had a Bristol Board Rewards chart on the wall that we did for stickers and things like that. Yeah, right? this is so the digital this version. This is the digital version. Yeah. And that does work. A lot of kids work. Um, well with being incentivized right other kids don't give a crap
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's time are you ready
3: word wars on move 100
2: right all right, right Janelle who made the cut today
3: today we have on the line with us uh, Carolyn and Aaron and remind me who's up first who do you think Andy <laughs> or sorry <laughs> used to uh, alright so Sue, you're playing with Aaron this morning
2: good morning Aaron good morning did you bring your A game today Oh, so I did. All right, buckle up. What other choice categories do you know?
3: Thank you to Wallacea Barnes, who sent in our categories of wedding shower or words that start with W E.
2: Oh, hmm. What do you like? Uh, let's do wedding shower. Oh, one of the other one. All right. Um, <laughs> you
3: should be well brushed up on this. Yeah, too. we just did this yesterday. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm not that bright. All right. Uh, and three, two, one. It's not the groom, it's the. Right. And the people that are at your wedding are the. Uh, guests. Yes, and you're eating a lot of what? Food. Yes, and you're popping the corks on the wine disp- bottle. Uh, but what what kind of wine bottle? Pain. Yes, and we're going to give you a lot of presents. Another word for presents is gifts. Yes, and uh, you uh, look online and look look up the wedding blank. For, yes and uh it's a it's a huge uh, event it's a huge what it's a uh, just, no um, party was party. What I
3: for. yeah Ooh. you guys are great though That's you guys good. Got six see almost a perfect score you did pay attention yesterday i did <laughs> <laughs> hang on the line aaron mm-hmm. and we'll see how carolyn does
1: carolyn uh hello hi good morning hello Hello. Oh, okay. hi. Okay. So they have six, Carolyn. We have to pretty much be perfect if we're going to clinch the deal here, all right?
3: Uh, okay, sounds good.
1: Okay. We
3: have? Air categories words that start with the letters W E. Start with W E, okay? Okay.
1: All right. Here we go. It's rainy, it's sunny. That's the what forecast?
3: Weather. Yes.
1: Weather. Uh, and when there's a lot of water, it's really what? What? Yeah. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is the... Weekend. Yeah. When you're walking down the aisle, you're having a... Wedding? Yeah. Uh, what's the third day of the... Oh, no. Wednesday? Oh, no. Mm. I said day. Um, north, south, east... Yep. Yeah. Uh, spiders spin a...
3: Spiders Sorry. make a... Spiders? Web. Web on the buzzer, I will give that to you.
2: It was after the buzzer. It was
3: on the buzzer.
2: Uh, we don't get after it. the buzzer.
3: We don't
1: get it anyway, because they said day, and then Wednesday has day in the word. Yes, but
3: that would make you guys tied. Oh, yeah, right. Yes. Okay. It Uh-oh. was on the buzzer. Not, not the way I heard it. Oh, no. Do we have a replay? Not one that I can get. Not that one that I can get to quickly. Um, I don't know if anybody's texting in, but I believe it was on the. the on it was the after the
2: buzzer. Oh, yes. after the buzzer. We
3: you could still win in the dice roll, Stu. I
2: never win the dice rolls.
3: Okay, we're gonna go for a high dice roll. So Stu and Aaron. That is a nine.
2: Mm. See, I told you I'm gonna lose.
3: Angie and Carolyn. A ten. Oh no. oh
2: no! I'm taking my toys and I'm going
1: home.
3: <laughs> oh no! Oh, Carolyn!
1: Oh, woohoo! We squeaked that one out. After the buzzer. <laughs> After the buzzer. We're gonna have to get an instant replay. All right, so Carolyn, uh, what did she win? This is actually a different prize this week.
3: Yeah, we want you to have a, a tasty night out at Lone Star. We've got a hundred dollar gift card for you for Lone Star. Awesome. Thank you so much. Enjoy.
0: Stuntman's Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. For
3: 33 years, I still haven't figured out the answer to this, so please help me save my feet and tell me how the heck you um, work in new shoes. Without killing yourself in the process? Yes. Everybody's
1: buying new spring shoes right now. So this is pretty relatable.
3: Mm -hmm. But you have a pair that's, like, murdering your feet. Yes, I do. (laughs) And I think that it's because they seem to have a bit of a higher, like, top to them. So where they're rubbing is the back of your ankle, like, where that tendon. Oh, your Achilles tendon. Where that connects, it is, like, a nasty blister that has popped and, like, it just it's it's awful. Like it was almost to the point of bleeding, <laughs> and I'm Ugh. like all over my nice new white shoes. Lovely. Mm. You
1: spend all this money on shoes, and then you try to wear them, and you can't. Like my dad, do- my daughter. What? I was gonna say my doctor. <laughs> my daughter bought Doc Martins yeah. uh, mm. two years ago. She's worn them one time. <gasps> That's an expensive. Those are expensive yeah. because, yeah, and she spent a lot of her hard-earned work money yeah. on these shoes because they're supposed to last forever. Yeah, but she wore them for the first time on our night downtown, walking around. We went to an escape room. We went for <laughs> dinner. <laughs> no, she was no, hobbling no, no. home. She walked home through the byword Market barefoot. To the hotel after it was that bad. (laughs) We even stopped at a corner
3: store, got band aids, nothing was helping. Oh, yeah. No, band aids just eventually fall off. Like, they don't. I I tried to double up my socks so that, like, it doesn't rub there as much. It's still not good.
1: She still can't wear them. She got PTSD from that night.
3: What? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like, eventually, dude, like, they. They would they would work in, but the thing
1: is she can't wear them long enough to work them in. So, okay. like, how do you do that, right? I've got
2: a solution mm. that I think works because I saw it once. Okay, and I believe it works. You never so,
3: tried it. Great, no, no, no. tried and tested solution. Uh,
2: okay, TikTok lady, if you see something on TikTok, <laughs> you always bring it up on the show. Right. I saw something where a lady put a, a, a Ziploc bag filled it with water and put that in the shoe in the freezer. So, the, the, oh, the Ziploc bag expands yeah. and gets hard, and which is basically, it'll fill the shoe.
3: Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Willing to try. Does that. Does that sound dumb, Janelle? Well, <laughs> it's not going to work for my problem, I don't think, because mine is like up near the Achilles tendon. I think that would might be nice for you know just stretching the shoe out a little bit where your toes and all that stuff are.
1: What about those shoe stretchers that you put like in the yeah. shoe and then you wind them out or something and they oh. stretch the, the shoe out ones, a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Yeah. Those old like shoehorn kind of yeah, ones. Yeah.
2: Th- those are uh, awesome. I use them uh, for twelve years at the Sens.
1: I did buy this stuff for my daughter, and again, she hasn't been able to use the shoes so I don't even know if this stuff works right but I ordered it like on Amazon but it's like um, it almost looks like a glue stick and you rub it all over your feet like on your heels mm-hmm. or any points that are like have friction and it's supposed to like it's like almost like a lanolin or something like that where it keeps it from you know the sock oh, rubbing against the, your which creates foot, that blister yeah. and all of that i again oh. i don't know if it actually works because we haven't been able to break it out yet but. if you
2: have a solution to help janelle give us a call or send us a text at 10 30.
1: how do you break in shoes let us know <laughs> and
2: taking a look at the roads on this monday morning beginning of another work week uh, we have uh, some pretty heavy delays on Prince of Wales from Colonnade of Strandard, also seeing congestion on Hunt Club, Bronson, Woodruff, and Fallafield, and the highways are busy in, in all the usual spots.
1: And it looks like it showers for us um, off and on today, tomorrow, till the end of time. Uh, Right now, it's nine degrees. I like the looks
3: of this, guys. The phone lines have lit up. I think we have some solutions coming. help the feet, everybody. (laughs) Help the feet. You're going to take advice on how to break in shoes. It's best to get it from somebody who is on their feet all day long, like the hairdresser who shared an incredible hack with us. We'll get to Mm -hmm. that in a few moments.
2: Am I ever glad to be a man? (laughs) <laughs> all these text messages that are coming in. I'm like, how do you ladies do it?
3: Men yeah. still have issues
1: with shoes, Yeah, but too. not to the
2: degree that you guys have.
1: Yeah, well, mm-hmm. we wear all kinds of different ones. Like, heels are the worst. But mm-hmm. um, So we were talking about my daughter's, Doc Martens. Someone's suggesting that you have to wear Doc Martens in the shower <laughs> really? to loosen them up. Okay. Someone suggested duct tape in the foot. I'm willing to try that (laughs) because her expensive shoes are just sitting in the closet. But Heather, it seems, has tried everything. A lot of these hacks we've been telling uh, you about. So she said she's tried the water in the baggie. That does work, but to stretch the toes of yeah, the shoes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The shoe stretcher we talked about doesn't help with the heel part, which is your problem yes, with your shoes. Is. Uh, the rub-on stick that I mentioned we bought, she said that works when you're wearing sandals only.
3: <laughs> hey, she is a shoes expert.
1: But what she says totally works, and it's not surprising because a lot of you have suggested the same thing, that you put on wet socks... And Ugh. wear them around in the in the shoes for a few days and it works them out and it molds to your foot. Wet oh. socks. It can't feel
3: comfortable but no. And your shoe will Forever smell terrible after that. No, uh, I don't, Maybe not I don't because know. you haven't you haven't <laughs> sweat in them yet. Maybe yeah, not. yeah that sounds awful. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Apparently it works. Right. we've got some other suggestions coming in here. How do you break in shoes?
0: First of all, I sold shoes for twenty five years. Oh, so the best way to break them in is the stretchers. Okay, the starters. But for your blister, um, there's a, a blister bandaid bandaid actually brand makes a blister. Band-Aid?
3: Yeah, I've it's heard amazing. of those.
0: It's amazing.
3: Okay. Ooh, they actually
0: went- the elastoplast one is a little more expensive, but it's really, really good, too. I was in Toronto going to a wedding that I brought one pair of shoes for, walked around Toronto, and had to go to the wedding the next day. Couldn't even get the shoes on, so I tried these Band-Aids, and they were perfect.
1: Huh.
3: Wow. Okay. Thank you very much. It's so tip. totally worth it, even though they're a little more pricey.
0: Yeah, oh no, no, I'm telling you, it, it, they're magic.
3: Game changer. <laughs> so
0: I will wear shoes in the house, but I'll wear them like with two pairs of socks, and the outer pair, the last pair, will be wool socks that my Nana knit, like the big, thick ones you wear inside your skates. Oh. Right? And I'll just wear them around the house, nothing too serious, for like two weeks before I'll wear them outside.
3: But like, are they not overstretched then? I feel like if I had like... <laughs> Any pairs of socks on in my shoes, they'd be loose once I go to wear them with like a thin pair of socks.
0: Yes, but anything with a high uh, that's high up on your Achilles heel. Yeah. The, the looser it is, the less rubbing you'll have.
3: Okay, mm, that's Fair. a good tip. Thank okay. you. i, I Thank know, you. know what I'm doing tonight.
0: Don't, <laughs> don't put don't put docks in the freezer. By the way, it destroys them.
3: Oh, okay. okay. Don't do it with the docks.
1: Someone here don't said to wear the, the. Someone here said to wear them in the shower.
0: Yes, when they're wet, the material will stretch, but you're more likely to slip.
1: Okay. Oh, Oh,
2: interesting. Good to know. Then you have a whole other problem.
3: Shoe expert over here. Thank Thank you. you.
0: (laughs) Okay, I have a good uh, idea to stretch the shoe.
3: Okay, what is it?
0: Okay, use your blow dryer around your heel heat up the uh, heel material Mm -hmm. and then you put your back of the shoe heel on a door handle and you keep rotating it back and forth and it will slowly stretch out the shape.
1: Oh, like creating like an arc kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, How long would you have to do that for?
0: uh, Keep trying, put it on your foot, see if it's comfortable. I'm a hairstylist, so I'm on my feet a lot and it really helps with the shoes. Stephanie and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100.
1: <laughs> so yesterday we had a little party, a little wedding shower for Janelle. Y'all know she's getting married soon.
2: She's getting married. Yeah,
1: <laughs> apparently she. Um, uh, it's coming up. So we had a little work wedding shower with some of our co-workers here in the building. Um, but I have to tell you, the lead-up to this day, because Stu and I were throwing it together as a duo, was quite comical.
3: <laughs> I <laughs> said... It was pretty straightforward. I chose
2: a location, which is Golden Palace, the you legendary were, yeah. egg rolls, <laughs> and they were so good to us. They gave us uh, Bomboniera, which in Italian is like a wedding gift.
3: Yeah. And the wedding oh. gift for
2: all the attendees, including Janelle, was uh, you get take home egg rolls. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Yeah, it was amazing. Adam was pretty stoked about that because he didn't get to enjoy the delicious food, so he was pretty jazzed when I came home with that. Mm -hmm. I mean, and all the other gifts, but he was more jazzed about the food. (laughs) Well, they just kept bringing out course after course, and then they were
1: pouring like rose champagne for us and like everything. So it was it was a really great time. But um, so it's funny because leading up to it, there were a lot of different things that happened, and you know, we I was putting out the invites to people, and then like sending your link for your registry. And so, Stu, that morning, all gung ho, was like, I'm going to go get her gift right now. And so, he's like looking on Amazon at your registry. And then he like puts it in the car, pays for it. And yeah. he goes, um, So, we hadn't even told you about your wedding shower yet. Yeah. And then he goes, <laughs> Okay, perfect. Her gift's ordered. It's going to be on our doorstep tomorrow.
2: Because I thought that's what you, what you do. And I wanted to get it. I didn't want to do it and then forget about it because I, I was, was being proactive. Like-
1: <laughs> Dude, I'm like, she's going to get a gift tomorrow morning. She doesn't even know about the surprise shower yet. And you're sending the gift to her house? And I'm like, no. I'm like, that is a, an option. That is a great one for people who, like you are doing, you're getting married out of town. Mm-hmm. You know, if guests don't want to, you know, you don't want to bring a carload yeah. of gifts back home to Ottawa. And after. that's what I was
2: thinking. Okay. I was being proactive.
1: That No, that makes sense for the wedding and for people when she's out of town, the whole thing. But for a surprise wedding shower, I think it's assumed you bring the gift to the wedding shower. Yeah. I, don't,
2: I don't go to a lot of wedding showers.
1: The thing is, is I, I texted your wife, Connie, and I was like, you'll never believe what your husband just did. <laughs> and I go, dude just sent the gift to her doorstep for tomorrow morning for a shower she doesn't know about yet. <laughs> and she goes, this man, she goes. Does he not know he's married to an Italian? I go to a bazillion wedding and baby showers every year. Like, how? how, you, does should you, know know how you should I know how it works. You should know how it works. So I, I tell him, attention. I'm like, you're supposed to bring the gift. She's supposed to open it in front of you. So then he has to go back to Amazon and recall your gift and change the delivery. Oh my gosh!
3: I getting ready
2: to call Jeff Bezos. It's something mm-hmm. that, that should have been him.
1: so simple it was vastly <laughs> complicated. It's so funny. And then the whole time, and then yesterday, I'm texting him and I'm like, okay, I'm on my way, and I'm like I have the games. And he's like, we meet games. <laughs> and I'm, I'm was just like, going there to eat. <laughs> I was like, well, that's what ladies sometimes do. Like They play little games at showers and stuff. He goes, not me, I'm eating. <laughs> I'm like, you're fun at parties. <laughs> and the games,
2: I found lame because I didn't get any of them right.
3: You actually did tie for oh, one of them. Yeah. Oh, the
2: second game, but the first game I had no idea. Yeah, same. Yeah. I think I
3: did actually the worst on that game. So, yeah. Yeah. So you know what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hopefully you had fun. I did. It was at your really great. <laughs> it was very lovely um, mm-hmm. that you guys put that on for me and mm-hmm. came home with lots of lots of good goodies. Well, the sad thing is and we should probably say this, we're not actually going to your wedding. Yeah. No. Unfortunately. <laughs>
1: because it is back home, it's a smaller thing on the family yeah. farm, you know, close friends and family. They don't have a huge Huge guest list, so we, we'll be back here looking for your photos like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stalking the Facebook. If you post like 500 photos
2: on Facebook, I'm going to unfriend you. <laughs> what? Only a few photos. I, I hate those people. that You don't want oh, to
3: see the whole album? Look, I I'm do. on
2: vacation. You're 60 photos <laughs> for my vacation. Day one, day two, day three, and day four. Like, okay, one or two photos is not as nice.
1: Well, I want them all, so post them all. <laughs> okay. I got the feels.
2: And it feels good.
1: It's a feel-good moment to kick off your work day. Angie's
2: All the Feels on Move
0: 100.
1: Well, not all heroes wear capes. In fact, some are just barely out of elementary school. So that's the case for a grade 7 student in Michigan, Dylan Reeves, who is being hailed a hero for bringing his school bus to a safe stop after his driver lost consciousness, I saw this. I did too over the weekend. Yeah, the video is pretty shocking. So uh, they're driving home from school, and there's a surveillance video, as a lot of these buses have, that captured just above the driver's head. So you can see the driver begins fanning herself with her baseball cap. Yeah. She alerts the transportation office uh, office that she's feeling unwell and she needs to pull over, but before that happens she passes out and then dylan noticed the bus beginning to veer into oncoming traffic he can be heard in the surveillance video yelling someone call 911 he throws his backpack down he jumps up from his seat he runs to the front of the bus grabs the steering wheel she's still passed out Puts his foot down in between her legs and brings the bus to a stop in the middle of the road. Yeah. But get this. Not only was he able to bring the bus to a safe stop, but he had the wherewithal, again, grade 7 student to push the brakes slowly knowing that the bus was yeah. full of passengers right. to not send all these kids flying forward didn't slammed on them just kind of like very calm and cool and collected the entire time so the bus driver 40 year old woman did regain consciousness when the first responders arrived she uh, is in hospital still getting tests to figure out what happened there but um, their local council for their area awarded dylan for his brave actions and maybe, many are, like, asking, like, how? Like, how?
3: And I so don't even he, know if I would react in that right? situation like that. Like- so
1: his parents say, yeah, they're confirming. He's their little hero. But... Um, so he's grown up in the country and mm. drove around the country roads with dad on his lap yeah. <laughs> for many, Smart many kid. years. Uh, yeah. uh, he's like, you know, oftentimes I would let him pull into the driveway. At yeah. uh, one time, he did it at four years old, <laughs> he said. So he's actually been driving and, you know, comfortable around vehicles for a long time. And his dad said he's actually a really good driver. So, wow. yeah, right place, right time for that kid. Oh, mm. Unbelievable. Who so knows much, what could have happened.
2: So much yeah. nastiness in, the, in this world. And we have a great story like that.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. thankfully a happy ending, yeah. And that's all the feels on Move 100.